0: We are three best friends living on three corners of the country, wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep
1: our shit together.
2: Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Alisa. And this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast,
0: where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show.
2: On this week's episode of A3 Life, we're going to recap Allie's vacation. So we talked about Allie's Disney vacation last year, but what's the difference here, folks? Let's be obvious, COVID. And I've already seen people asking, and I tagged Allie in a post just the other day, about what is going on with Disney. So we're going to talk a little bit Disney in general, and then kind of the differences from last year's family vacation to this year's family vacation. If you remember, Alicia and I went down and joined her for a day last week while they spent a day at the park and different things so let's recap day one Allie where did you guys start off uh so
0: we I believe a listener can go back and listen to last year's episode but I do believe I said I was never taking my children on vacation again like I believe that those were actually words you did
2: you did. You <laughs> swear to God, you weren't doing it again. I <laughs> add that you definitely said, "I swear to God, I'm never taking my kids to Disney again." That is <laughs> here
1: you are, Disney. Okay, again.
2: but let
0: me let me explain you something. So, I didn't necessarily want to take them to Disney again because they acted like such a holes the last Disney trip that we did, and so I said never ever again. But we were supposed to go on a cruise last week and it got canceled obviously because of covid so when that got canceled it was like I can't not take us on vacation. And if we go to Florida, we can't not go to Disney. So that's actually how I went back on my word where I said I was never taking those tiny assholes to, on vacation
1: ever again. Just say tiny asshole. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> oh, tiny did a year difference make a difference in their assholiness? Like did a year <laughs> older make it better? Or do you feel like they got more assholier?
0: Well, I think that they knew that like, like mama was gonna lose her shit if they acted like that again, because I meant it. I was like, I'm like, I didn't take them anywhere for like a solid four months after the vacation last year. I was so pissed at them and the way they acted. And like, I don't want to raise those bratty kids. I want them to be appreciative for the things, the blessings that we had and the things that we were allowed to do. And I was so mad last year, like genuinely, they were like all grounded forever. And so I think that they knew like, I shouldn't push my boundaries this time. I was very clear. Like, I know I said it last time, but if you guys act like jerks again, this will be... I will end you. Like I will take you out of the world. So I was very serious about about the situation. So uh, so back to how vacation happened. So part of my dilemma last year was that uh, the first Disney trip that we did last year, we flew. The second Disney trip that we did last year, we drove. And I want to go on record and say that that was like the ninth layer of hell. It was awful. I hated driving. Um, I just, it's just very stressful for me. And so... I said I would never, ever do that again. And so what happened this time was we still need a way of getting around once we get into the place that we're going. And we found that it's actually much more cost-effective to rent a van in Indiana and drive the thing all the way to Florida than it is to rent a van in Florida for the week, believe it or not. So Darren left two entire... Entire days before i left and he drove his happy butt and my two boys down to florida and then i took my mom the two little girls and georgia and we flew our happy butts to florida on saturday
2: but i want to say what a genius idea this is because darren like they, like, spun this as, like, a boy's trip, and it was, like, going to be cool and fun. So, he basically, yes. like, tricked the kids into driving with him, and they saved on airfare. I mean, I know that's not why you did it, but let's be honest. You did save on three people flying, and Allie packs so much stuff. I have never – it's like they moved into that house. There was so much. <laughs> And I know you need a lot of stuff because you got a lot of kids, but I was just like, did they pack their entire house? So I assume that Darren brought a majority of the suitcases as well.
1: Yes. Yeah, so he probably couldn't
2: afford to send. I mean, there's no one that could afford to send that many suitcases. Yeah, have you ever seen that person at the airport? On
1: clothes on top of clothes and there were just And
2: ears and socks and matching backpacks. And I've just never seen so much.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to have all your accessories for Disney. Yeah. It's a whole stuff. It is a whole lifestyle. It's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so we, okay. So Darren's bougie ass always has to fly first class and I don't mind sitting in like coach at all. I'll save a dollar in on flights if I can save a dollar on flights. So I flew Southwest. Which I could have taken the bags, but if he was driving, why take the bags? So, yeah, he took like all the bags.
2: Well, and in Darren's defense, he's bigger than you. That's why he wants to fly first class. I mean, he's not like, I'm not saying he's obese. I'm just saying he's bigger. And I understand. But boy, you showed his ass. He went from first class to driving. Hello. <laughs> Got you.
0: Yeah. Well, he actually likes to drive. I don't know. They made it like legitimately made it like a whole boy's deal. They went to like, I don't know, Rock City or something and some mountain and, like, I literally don't have any idea where those places even are. And then they went to... Uh we have a, a friend that moved to Georgia where The Walking Dead is filmed and works oh. for the production company. And they kind of, like, met and, and hung out and saw where The Walking Dead is filmed. I hate that show. Not my thing. Like, unpopular opinion. What? Don't shoot me. Just that I don't like unpopular it.
1: Unpopular opinion. That's very um, I'm sorry. Have
0: you ever watched that show? It is yeah. disgusting. Like, it's so I, good. It's it, physically makes me ill to watch the show it is so graphic and so bloody and so
1: do you like game of thrones
0: i've never i've only watched like three episodes of game of thrones
1: Cause that's pretty graphic, but I've never watched either.
0: It makes me, I'm not exaggerating. It makes me sick. Like I get sick to my stomach. I'm like, you're going to have to turn this off or go somewhere else. Cause it's just not working for me. I hate it anyway. So they were very, the boy, my oldest son really likes the show. I wish he didn't watch it, but he does sometimes watch it and he likes it and I hate it. And, but they were very excited. So They picked us up at the airport and we just kind of, we rented this house. You guys got to see it. It was freaking awesome for little kids. It was, or even like adolescent children, because there was a game room and a movie theater and different stuff and a pool. So little or big, it was awesome.
2: And I just want to add to that really quick. You guys, if you haven't looked into housing in Orlando for like vacation rentals, super, super affordable, probably the cheapest part of your trip trip because from my professional point of view, there's an influx in housing. So they can't charge as much because everyone got these houses and they're trying to rent them out. So you can get like a really awesome house for super cheap because there's so many and people honestly aren't traveling a lot. So you can get a great deal on VRBO or airbnb whatever outlet you use i highly recommend if you're looking on saving some money on your disney trip stay off property and rent a house because like ali said you we went to her house super nice i mean it could have held so many people Great location and super affordable. Right?
1: Yeah, um, a cute, cute house. And, like, let's be honest, Elisa, you were going down the slide in the bedroom upstairs.
2: Yes, I have bruises on my knees from that slide with the kids. And then the next morning, they wanted me to get on the slide, and I hadn't even had my coffee. And I'm like, oh, just one time,
1: and I did it. <laughs> They're but they're really so cute because the slides were coming off of the bed I had never seen anything like it It was so adorable
0: yeah so um this time I can't remember what the rate was on the house but the last time we were in um Kissimme- we rented in Kissimmee uh during this specific season especially um we rented it for 77 dollars a night and y'all you can get a hotel room for that price and we not this time but the last time we still had a private pool like it was it was awesome so hang on just a second there's a kid hollering
1: yeah i was actually really super surprised to see how nice the house was and how much room there was super excited
2: yeah, and that's another tidbit. So, obviously, when, and this is something I even do, and I only have two kids, but I have two like big kids. When I go on vacation, I look for somewhere that has the kitchen because you save so much money. And I know Allie and them did like grocery, like Walmart pickup a couple of times to have food and snacks. And I didn't know that you can take food into the Disney park. So, another like, Fun savings tip is you can take your own food into the park. I know Allie and them kind of went the whole dining experience, which is cool. But if you're looking to save some money, I would definitely highly recommend grocery shopping and taking your groceries with you into the park, your lunch, not all your groceries. you know.
0: Yeah, we even um, we even though we like to eat like make reservations and eat places and then eat in the parks, um, we still did multiple dinners at home. Um, because it is very expensive. Like I'm not ashamed to say it is very expensive. Disney has done away with their dining plan and for a party, our, our size, we always bring at least eight people with us when we do this trip. So sometimes there's more than that. Um, so for us, that dining plan saves us boo of money, but they're not doing it right now. And so, just to give you guys an example, on the dining plan, um, the group of eight of us when we were in Magic Kingdom, we had tacos. Like, we had a like a Mexican lunch. It cost me a, over $130 to feed the eight of us tacos.
2: And then when we were... Do you know if it's coming back, the dining plan, alley? Is that a COVID thing, or do you know?
0: I would assume that they... Because um, right now, they're not doing a lot of the characters experiences as well Um, and a lot of the restaurants aren't open because they're in hotels and you currently aren't can't go to the hotels if you aren't staying in the hotel so they have a lot of restrictions on people crossing paths and so um, a lot of our favorite restaurants are in a hotel so I guess they're not doing the dining plan because you probably can't get enough um, reservations at places I would assume so I'm assuming that will come back when they lift some of these restrictions. But right now it's not happening. And so it is very expensive out of pocket to eat in those, in the parks or so, any
2: like we mentioned, we would highly recommend, especially if you're trying to save some money, bring a lunch. They will let you bring it in. Even if you just bring, I would assume like your own water bottles, that would make a difference. And in-
0: I always take a water bottle because I think I paid $4.95 for a bottle of water at Universal.
2: So yeah, that's crazy. So bring at least at the minimum water bottle and really quickly, I did have a question. We talked a little bit about reservations. Would you highly recommend all reservations right now, no matter what the party size? Yeah, I
0: absolutely. Especially if there's someone there somewhere that you're really wanting to eat. Um, but a lot of them are not doing reservations. So when we went to the animal kingdom, the day we did animal kingdom um, my mom and the kids always like to eat at rainforest cafe, um, Um, Their food is not the best, but it is like the experience of it. They like to go. So that restaurant's not doing reservations and it was just, you know, we'll call or walk up first come first serve or whatever. And so we just happened to get there right at 11 o'clock and I went ahead and took 11 o'clock spot and still waited 30 minutes. um, Even though they said that they could seat us almost right away. So the longer that you wait uh, the later in the day, the later towards lunch you got, the more the wait would be. So if you have an opportunity to make a reservation at the at the restaurant, then I would definitely recommend um, making the reservation because they are limiting the capacity as well.
2: And what are some of your favorite restaurants that are available? We talked a little bit about Rainforest Cafe, and that is a great experience. I have been there multiple times myself. So that's a cool experience setting, especially for younger kids. And then the place that we went. I thought that was a really cool experience too. So talk a little bit about your favorite that are open that you know of.
0: Yeah, so um in the parks, um Magic Kingdom has a couple of restaurants that are that are our favorite. Um Be Our Guest, which is the the um Belle Little um, Beauty and the Beast themed restaurant is my favorite for dinner time. Um, breakfast, not my favorite, but dinner, um, the beast is there and he is there right now. Even with COVID, um, you obviously can't just like walk up and touch him, but they are still doing a character experience with him right now. Um, and we couldn't even get res- uh, reservations for that this last time. So that's why we didn't do be our guest. but at dinner one of my favorites, uh, Cinderella's Royal Table. We did that for breakfast and it was delicious. So I can't speak to any of the other meals at the time that we did it. They did, they were doing the full character experience and it was like all the, like all the classic princesses. So Aurora, Cinderella, uh, Jasmine, Ariel. I mean, it was just constant, like every, Two seconds, there was a new princess coming to your table. My understanding now is it's just Cinderella, and you kind of just kind of get to see her from a distance. You, she doesn't come to your table or sign autographs or do any of the things that the characters would typically do. Um, our other favorite restaurant is in Animal Kingdom's um, hotel. It's in, um, is it in Kadani or no? It's in Jamba House. So their main, like, not non-villa hotel and it's it's a actually a buffet but it is delicious like and I would never normally say that a buffet is delicious they have the best food obviously we couldn't do that this last time but um, we do it every time we go because it is like our favorite buffet we've ever been to and it's super easy because it is a buffet and then the last one that I think I, I would say is at the Polynesian Hotel and it's an experience as well it is they have a breakfast that is a character experience that's served family style it's delicious but then the luau that they have out on the beach is so much Fun. It's also served family style Hawaiian food. um, And then they do hula dancing and fire, and it's a show. So it's very, very fun. Also, not happening right now, unfortunately. But when the things do pick back up, those are probably my absolute favorite ones.
2: And what is the park capacity right now? 75%? Is that what you told me? Well, so I've heard
0: conflicting reports. So I've heard them say that it is 75%, but then the CEO came out and said that they're still only operating at 30%, but only getting like about 25% coming, um, even though that's the capacity, they have it open up to 30%.
1: Um,
2: but I, I was believe there. that from that's a eight.
1: big difference from 30 to 75. Like that's- what would so, you say
2: from your experience, Alex? I don't feel like it was 25 or 30% even just at what I saw.
0: Yeah. So I, I was there the last time I was there pre COVID was last October. This, this week, last year I was there and it was so busy at that time that you couldn't move without like stepping on another person. Um, Halloween is a big season for Disney because they do the Halloween party and you do trick or treating and there's the decorations and the parades. And it's like a whole thing. Um, Christmas is probably their other really, really busy season. Um, but this close to Halloween is just ridiculous at Disney. So it was very, very busy. So if you want to compare last October this time to this October this time, it definitely was not nearly as busy, but I would have put the number more at that 75% mark than I would have 25 to 30 for sure. Yeah. And I I, believe that. (laughs) And I was just there in August. If you guys remember, we were, Darren and I went by ourselves in August and Magic Kingdom from August to last week um was easily 10 times more busy nor busy than it was in august i i mean easily easily we when i whenever we walked in in august it was eerily empty like we walked right down main street and didn't see but like 25 people And we walked right on to rides and that never, ever, ever happens. So very different. So I, I don't know that I believe that they're only at 25 to 30%, but either way, um, less busy than this time last year.
2: What would you say? This is your first time doing Universal with the kids. So how was Universal? I know my kids are older and my kids actually like Universal better, but what was your experience with younger kids? So I
0: pulled our kids because I'm a Disney fan, um Georgia's a Disney fan, my mom's a Disney fan and so i just like the atmosphere and the experience and the it just feels um i don't know i just there's just a feeling at disney and i really love it there and so i pulled the kids on what they liked better and the eight-year-old and the six-year-old said that they preferred universal and sissy who will be for november said she preferred universal but when you compare um like what she was able to ride at universal versus what she was able she's able to do at disney it's there's no comparison uh at Disney, she can ride literally almost everything. There was maybe two rides that she can't ride at Disney versus I think I found four to five things total in Universal that she can ride. And there's a lot of rides at Universal. So it's just there's no comparison. JoJo was only able to ride, I think, three rides at universal and in disney she can ride again everything but i think two rides so um when you're looking at it it, you really do need to look at like the ages of your kids because i'm glad we did both because the boys got kind of like their day and then the little ones and i kind of got like my day because we preferred disney and got to do more at disney
2: got you and what about the mask obviously I think that's something people ask about how did your kids do how do you feel like it functioned how do you how was the mask wearing if you will because I know Disney's really strict about it they
0: are they have recently upped their like signage to say to go from like saying please wear your mask to if you don't wear your mask you'll be asked to leave So they are taking it very seriously. And, um, you know, I work from home, Darren works from home. So we aren't super used to wearing masks. Uh, We're also not super used to wearing masks in 90 degree weather with 110% humidity. So it is a pain in the butt. (laughs) It's a little, uh, it's, it's difficult, you know, but I don't, we enjoy it so much and we enjoy the kids enjoying it so much that I don't feel like it necessarily took away from our experience. And then as far as the kids, my kids have been back to school for months now and they have gone five days a week with masks on. So they are way better mask wearers overall than most adults, to be honest with you, because because they just have to do it. You know, they get in trouble at school if they don't put their mask on. So my kids didn't complain one bit about masks. Uh, you know, there were some adjustment things. There's just different protocols at different parks and at Disney, they don't allow you to wear the net gaiters. Um, the little and i'm I'm, just, I'm hoping everybody knows what a neck gator is when i say that if you don't google it buffs
2: it's a, a buff a i don't buff?
0: know I'm, a
1: buff
2: i don't know
0: what a buff is a buff? we call them gators there's a I little thing you know are, you, a are talking is.
1: about like the neck ones yeah. that pull up
0: yeah you just pull it up or whatever and it goes yeah. over You're your kind of like
1: the ones that go around yeah. your neck and you pull them up i'm like a buff and a, what'd you call it a gator a i mean <laughs> that's gator? what we call them too yeah, yeah. yeah. i know
2: yeah. that.
1: well, well anyway either of you guys is crap
0: that's where we that's what we call them um but like so that's what my eight-year-old wears to school every day and that's what he's worn since he went back to school he doesn't ever wear a mask he just wears the gaiters or whatever you want to call them and um disney does not allow those in their parks because they require it to be two-layered like double layered mask. So they don't allow a gator. So he did have to get kind of adapted to wearing a mask, but he is used to something being on his face. So it really wasn't that big of a deal, but yeah, that's one difference. They, um, Disney doesn't allow the neck things, whatever you want to call that's them. That's important. Yeah. Disney does not allow yeah, that. I feel Universal, like that's important because yes. it
2: is. Yeah. Cause a lot of people do find that acceptable. So what would you say? I mean, overall you had a good experience. It was worth it, but what would you say you absolutely miss the most? Like absolutely like made you sad that you missed as far as experience goes.
0: Um, So we like to come during October because we like the Halloween festivities. Um, and, and that includes when you when you buy, it's an extra ticket to go to the, the Halloween party an extra cost on top of your regular price tickets. Um, and so when you do that, you, it's, you, your kids get dressed. It's at nighttime after the park closes and your kids get dressed up in their Halloween costume and there's trick or treat stations all throughout magic kingdom. And um, the characters are out and about. And then at the end of the night, there's a massive parade with all of the villains. and then There's the traditional characters, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, all of them in their Halloween costumes. And then the year that we were there, the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus did a show and there's just all kinds of stuff going on all the time. And it's if you're into Halloween, you like Halloween at all, if you like any of the Disney Halloween movies, um, it's a really fun time for you. I miss that a lot from this time of year. Uh, something I miss overall is fast passes (laughs) for sure, especially because it was so busy at magic kingdom this time. Um, it was difficult to wait with little ones that long. You know, if it was like a 90 minute wait or seven minute wait or whatever, that's a nightmare, you know, to try to wait, sorry, my phone rang, um, to try to wait with little ones that long that long so um I miss fast passes for sure and fireworks they're not doing the fireworks right now I literally I couldn't tell you why
2: they should be giving discounts for these tickets this is ridiculous like the tickets should be less because you're literally getting like half the experience like gratefully you've done it before but that's like shame on Disney like give it they should be giving cheaper prices when they're only and here's what scares me Allie is like Are people going to be okay with it? And then they're just going to eliminate that stuff forever. That's what I worry about. Not just with Disney. Like, I don't even want to go down this rabbit hole, but just in general with so many changes, they're like, oh, well, our customers are okay with it. They're still coming. So let's eliminate that expense. That's what scares me.
0: Well, and for, for us as big time Disney lovers and people that also enjoy Universal, um, Part of the reason that we we wanted to come, especially after we came that first time and saw how desolate the park was, was that we know that Disney can't sustain. We're happy that they're open and we were happy to be there and just hop on all the rides. And that was like a really cool experience for the two of us to get to ride all these things that we wanted to ride and and see this stuff and see it empty and not have people ride on top of you. But at the same time, realistically, we, we knew that Disney cannot continue to operate um, with such a low capacity. Their prices are meant to operate at a certain level because they sustain a certain level of people in and employees and, ex- and all those different things. You know, they've halted all of their um, construction that they had going on and all of these things are at a standstill right now because – they, the money's not coming in like it was. And so, you know, they just did a massive layoff of like, I don't think it was like 30,000 employees. Mm. And, you know, that's where I'm from. And it's such a small area. There's a town just 20 minutes North of us that has a population of like 30,000. So that's imagine laying off that entire town, you know, it's just, it's just really heartbreaking, you know? And so as a Disney lover, we want to come and give them our money so that these things continue to happen and and we don't lose those experiences.
2: Yeah, I definitely see both sides of that for sure. And I agree and totally respect the fact that you're trying to like, do your part but like I said it just terrifies me in the long run like and not just with Disney just so many companies and operations and how things are running now and there's are just be like oh okay well we can get by with this cool you know so anyhow well I hope that you all learned something new from this thank you Allie for sharing that experience with us I think these are some really helpful tips especially for people that are like do we go is it worth it what can we expect what not to expect because I know this is you know people still want to do stuff and with Disney being open like Allie said you're hardcore fan, you want to support them. And obviously, you know, if, if we are showing up, then people can get their jobs back and things like that. So I, I think that was a great thing that you all did. And I think this information will be super handy to a lot of people this week. So thank you for recapping and sharing and always sharing your experience with that and doing it. So Alicia and I don't have to. Well, and I
0: will leave like this is if you are going to Disney for the very first time, um, and you're trying to weigh out whether or not to go, um, it is just my opinion that I would postpone that trip. If it's if you are if you're trying to give a child a certain experience or um, if it's a first time for you or, or whatever, I would wait. I believe in my heart. I'm hoping and praying that like life is going to get back to normal in the next few months. And you know, that trip can wait a few months so that you really understand why I love Disney, why my husband loves Disney, why my children loves, like love Disney. I think that it can wait. So if it is a first time experience for you, I would post, I would 100% recommend postponing that trip. Um, If you've been a million times and your kids have been a million times and you're like weighing out whether to go again or to renew your pass for next year or whatever. um, I say, do it because you know, right now, like I said, it was very busy and frustrating without fast passes this week, but it was fall break for most people this week and in a week or two weeks, that'll be gone. And you may be able to go and have a great experience. Like we, it in August and get to ride the things that you never get to ride. So
2: awesome. Perfect. Well, way to wrap up this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Follow us. You'll hear more. Um, make sure you join our worth the work community. If you're not in there, we, we have some insider tips. We do some polls and things like that. They're kind of our super fans. So if you're not in there, search us on Facebook, join us, follow us on social media and let us know what you want to hear. We're here to help. If you want to know more about tick tricks on business and all the different things. Let us know. We want to know. What you want to hear so that we can give that to you. So, we hope you have a great week and thanks for joining us on this week's episode of A3 Life.
1: Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A, the number three life, Inc., and check out our online shop at a, the number three life.biz.